0: everyone welcome to another episode of the level nine podcast i'm alex and uh i'm obviously i'm here with uh, my co-host jesse jesse how you doing
1: i'm doing fantastic how are you doing today alex
0: oh i can't uh, can't complain can't complain um i mean it's not too sunny out it's raining now but still still good 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 day to record
1: <laughs> yeah the weather recently has been pretty nice i'm hoping it kind of maintains this uh pattern of sunny and not too hot and yeah, it's supposed yeah.
0: to rain all week, so that's gonna be a bummer, but I feel like we need it because it's it's uh, like coming into the summer. I feel like it's gonna be a dry summer, so I feel like the rain will help. What <laughs> have you uh what have you been playing lately? Uh
1: well uh the last time we spoke, uh, I was uh playing Far Cry with my pal, but we sort of gave up on that and started playing Diablo three again. He got me roped up into that. So him and I have just been playing Diablo three each night, leveling up our uh our different witch doctor, and I think he has uh demon hunter
0: i think actually so yeah we've just been getting ready for that diablo uh, what's it called remastered or whatever it's called
1: yeah the diablo 2 remastered and then uh, diablo 4 as well so him and i are probably going to play through diablo 3 and then play through the remastered version uh, i think comes out later this year so a lot of diablo on the horizon for us what have you been playing recently
0: i actually just finished up it takes two for the first time i just finished it up with my buddy and man what a great game
1: yeah i like i just keep seeing people praise it how it's was it so
0: it's it's amazing it's like one of the best co-op experiences i've ever had
1: wow high it's, praise.
0: it's really good like like it, 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 it's a lot of teamwork so you know sometimes when you play a co-op games your friends your friends kind of get ahead of you and kind of ruin the story and whatnot um but this one's like you need to work with your teammate to get ahead or else you will won't really get ahead like you can jump ahead a little bit but then there's like a part where you know like i like there's two different characters. One character has a special ability, the other character has a special ability, and it like rotates on who has the user ability to proceed and throughout the level. So it's nice. So that that's definitely what I've been playing. Um started playing last night. There was a free-to-play game on uh, the Xbox. It's called Enlisted. Um it's kinda of like battlefield but in Call of Duty, but instead it's like a one-shot kill, so it's like real life mil- military simulation. So like like there's, uh there's we're playing the Battle of Normandy right now and I was I was i was on the axis side so like you, you would you start off like the, the bunkers of the german squad and like people start all knowing on the beach it's all online so you start shooting people and it's like one one it kills but then like obviously they re- really regenerate but um and you have like different squads so like you can like right now I just unlock a tank squad so I have three guys in my tank squad so if one guy dies i can use a second guy and you can like customize them kind of type thing like that and it's really fun it's a free to play game so I'm having a blast with that
1: Yeah, that sounds interesting. That's one thing I don't really enjoy about Call of Duty. You can empty out a clip into somebody, and they'll still somehow manage to kill you first. And
0: yeah, I know that. That's why it's either a one shot or two shot, depending on where you hit them. Like if you shoot someone in the leg, they're going to drop down and they're going to get a chance to heal, but then you just finish them off again. Um, Or if you hit them in the head, they're dead instantly. So it's it's pretty intense, but it's also super frustrating when you get sniped and you have no idea where the sniper's coming from. You're like, because there's no kill camp, so you you obviously get killed. And you're like, where did I get shot from? Because it's since the one hit kill, you know what I mean.
1: Oh, yeah, so it is uh, a lot more realistic than most combat shooters out there today.
0: Yeah, like, like I wouldn't say like, it's still beta, so, like, the gameplay is still a little choppy, and graphics aren't, I probably wouldn't say, the, like, greatest, so, like, don't expect that, but for a free-to-play game, I mean, there's an option to buy it, and if you buy, like, buy it, you get, like, extra map packs, or, like, you can get unlocked extra squads, like, there's, like, a, a, like you can't get in a plane unless you unlock a pilot squad um, type thing, so, like, that that's kind of how They get you with the buying stuff, but you can also get it just by playing and leveling up. So It's pretty good for a free-to-play game. Can't complain.
1: Yeah, that sounds alright, actually.
0: It's kind of of quenching my thirst for... Because I'm I'm over Call of Duty. I'm just waiting for Battlefield. It's kind of... It's along the lines of more Battlefield than Call of Duty, so it's kind of quenching my thirst for that until the new Battlefield comes out.
1: Man, I cannot wait until Battlefield 6. I think... uh, I keep seeing that they're going to be announcing it uh, relatively soon, and I just cannot wait to dive into that game.
0: I know... I think you and I kind of talked about, it, but there's a rumor that it's coming day one on Game Pass. So if that's the case, I'm gonna be super excited too. So
1: that would be a big one, I think.
0: <laughs> I mean, if if anything, like, it wouldn't surprise me because they already have EA Play on there. They have a huge partnership with EA, so it's like if they are gonna do it, you know what I mean? Like Battlefield kind of needs to make a way to get more players in COD and coming out paying paying full of price, prices. It's gonna be the way. So I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. It's just a rumor. There's no really proof or anything, or anything like that. But if that happens, I'm gonna be so happy because I don't need to spend money on it. So.
1: Yeah, I've always loved Battlefield more than uh, the Call of Duty franchises and all the other first-person shooter franchises. I it, bounces,
0: it bounces back for me. It bounces back. I, I enjoy Call of Duty when I'm in, like, what, just like, you know, like, I don't know what to play. I'm just going to jump in and get COD. Where Battlefield, like, you got to kind of invest because the games are way longer, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, if you just jump in there by yourself, chances are you're probably going to get your ass kicked.
0: I enjoy Battlefield a lot more when I play with friends, obviously. But Call of Duty, if I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm playing today, but I have, like, 20 minutes to spare i'm just gonna jump in call to you real quick and speaking of uh, vi- well obviously speaking of video games we have a lot <laughs> this is a video game <laughs> podcast but we actually have uh quite some big news happening um th- this week uh i'm gonna pass this one off to you because i don't know too much about it but uh playstation made some news and started trending on twitter so if you still want to kind of go a bit more into depth about what kind of was announced and how does that affect playstation going forward and what's your opinion on it and maybe i'll jump in and give my opinion once i learn a bit more about the situation I don't know much about it, um, so I'm not going to start off with any of that at all right now.
1: (laughs) On Friday, Sony Studios announced that they are working on a remake of the original Last of Us, and it was sort of bittersweet news because with this announcement, they also announced that Sony Bend will begin working on a new game after unsuccessfully pitching Days Gone 2 when it came out in 2019. So that was pretty much the big news of that day and, and, sort of got everybody chatting about, well, why are they making the last of us? Why aren't we getting days gone too? Why don't they put their resources to, it was sort of, it was definitely controversial and got a lot of people talking. I'll sort of let you uh, give your vague opinions and then I'll get a little more in depth into it. If you want to do that.
0: Yeah, that sounds good to me. So just from hearing that, I mean, it, I love Last of us as much as the next person. It's a fantastic game, but like in my opinion, I don't think they need a remake. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, to me, it just doesn't make sense if they're going to remake it, where the biggest criticism with Xbox for the longest time was that they just keep hashing out the same games and games and games. Like, like why would you... Naughty Dog knows how to make a game, so why would you just put all the resources into making even in The Last of Us 3 or maybe a spinoff with Abby as the main character or something like that, but a remaster of a game that people have played multiple, multiple times just to get updated graphics? Like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, and I know I'm, I've never played Days Gone, so I can't touch base on that, but I know you're a huge Days Gone fan, so I I'm... Just, I didn't know there's this many Days Gone fans out there, but just from interaction on our Twitter's and stuff like that, there's a lot of <laughs> Days Gone fans out there. So that comes as a kind of a blow um, in that sort of way. But I mean, if, if if Sony's known for anything, it's for making big blockbuster games. So obviously, I see where they're going. Um, they're making they're making a valid point. You know, they, it's hard to it's hard to take risks in the industry nowadays, especially when you know finances and stuff like that are kind of iffy for everybody just because of the pandemic and you know the game like it's hit or miss. So. You know, pumping out blockbuster games that you know we're just going to succeed makes sense. So I guess like they're gonna they're gonna sell 10 million copies of Last of Us Remastered, like the remastered PlayStation Five one anyway. So I mean, as a business decision, why not do it? I just think as a consumer and a gamer, I don't really care about it too much. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'll sort of touch base on what a lot of people were saying with Sony just kind of rehashing the same thing with like The Last of Us. I mean, they have Sucker Punch is working on a Ghost of Tsushima sequel. Bend is working on a new IP. We have Insomniac with Ratchet and Clank coming out later this year plus spider-man 2 gorilla with horizon zero dawn plus an unknown multiplayer game that they are working on santa monica studio god of war and a sci-fi ip that they are developing plus naughty dog yeah i'm excited to see what they do with that plus naughty dog has of course the remake of the first last of us a rumored new ip plus the last of us factions plus whatever else they don't they haven't announced yet I'll, i'll touch base on the remake first i don't i'm sort of split on it right now i mean that that on one side i'm with you i don't really understand why they're remaking it yet again it's already been remade once uh it came out in 2013 and then it was remastered for the ps4 but then i'm I'm trying to look at it on their side i mean it might correlate with uh the hbo series coming out maybe they want to sort of introduce uh the game to a younger generation who hasn't yet played it plus if it's at the beginning of last of us 2 without spoiling too much we sort of get a glimpse into the first one with the remake graphics and it just looked incredibly uh, it just it looked incredible it, so i mean if the remake includes last of us 2 gameplay uh remade animations just to make it more emotional and that sort of thing plus you know 3d audio incorporating the controller i mean i could i could potentially get behind it but i mean i just don't understand why they're wasting resources on another remake when they could you know potentially put it towards uh something else, including uh, Days Gone 2, which was
0: uh, uh, a, bit of a bummer for you, I assume. I know you're, you, you you wanted a sequel for the longest time. so
1: Yeah, I'm sort of, I'm remaining optimistic. It's free this month for PS Plus, so a lot of new people are uh, being introduced to the series, and then I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, say why. I mean, this the, some people are saying, well, I, I understand sales weren't that great uh, at the time of release, but then other people are saying it's an incredible story and that sort of thing, and then I just have this little bit here saying, uh, somebody tweeted, there is also a new Uncharted game in development by Naughty Dog, which a team of Bend Studio had to help with until they feared to get absorbed by Naughty Dog and asked to be taken off the project, and they are now working on their new game.
0: I did see that, I did see that, yeah, and I mean, a new IP is always exciting, so I mean, that's a bonus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, I mean, it seems like Sony does have uh, some original new IPs on the horizon, but I mean, it was in 2019 when, they, uh, when Ben approached Sony with a sequel to Days Gone. And it, uh, that year, Days Gone wasn't in the greatest of light. And, but since then, I mean, personally, I think it's gotten a lot more uh, praise and love since then. So, I mean, I'm optimistic that maybe this will sort of spark something and uh, Ben will approach it again. And, and, you know, maybe in the future we will get Days Gone 2 or even some sort of DLC because we never got any DLC with uh, the first one. They just sort of added new game plus mode and then a few uh, challenge mode, which is also incredibly fun.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, like you said, it, it, when Days Gone 2 isn't, like, discounted or anything like that. Like, obviously, they rejected 2019, but, you know, with the pandemic and when people get through Days Gone the, the first time, like, maybe, like you said, it's going to get re, reintroduced, and maybe, the, maybe maybe a second one will come down the pipeline, but it's not, obviously, not, not going to be as close as, as completion as, I would imagine if, if if Days Gone 2 got accepted back in 2019, we'd probably see a release date, either now or early 2022, you know what I mean? So now we you, you guys are wait a bit longer, but Hey, After
1: business, I guess. Yeah, it seems like they're sort of just focusing on these like big budget AAA games that just kind of hoard up all the awards every year. But I mean, I, I would have. That's, per- that's
0: what they're known for, right? So.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I meant they do have a few uh, games coming up, including some original new IPs and a lot of sequels coming up. So, I mean, I'm not too worried about the future of PlayStation. Though I am a little, just personally, I'm a little bummed. that uh, yeah. right now, anyway, we're not getting a Days Gone too.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean. Like like I said at the start, PlayStation's known for blockbuster games. They're known for like you know what I mean. Like they're known for the big triple A titles. So I mean, if anybody's gonna do it right, it's gonna be PlayStation. It sucks that you know the is gone too, but that's new sci-fi, pretty sound.
1: Yeah, <laughs> by, by second monica, so, the makers yeah. of uh, God of War, that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely going to pay close attention to that because I'm definitely uh, oh I'm sure I'll have PS Five by then. But I mean that uh, yeah, so we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, speaking of uh, sequels, on Saturday, we had a big event that I know you were uh, incredibly excited oh, for.
0: How was I ever excited? It was the uh, Age of Empires fan preview. And uh, the reason why I was so excited to, just for this one in general is because like, Age of Empires to me is, just, um, and we kind of argue not argue, but kind of debate a bit back and forth about how important it is and whatnot. But to me, it's one of the, like, it's probably like the first title that kind of introduced me really into, um the rts genre and my first land and what it's like to play online and stuff like that so it it means a lot to me at that point and just to see microsoft kind of revisiting it and putting more resources into it where it was kind of just standing and dead after the, the age of empires 3 came out there was no talks of it um age of empires 4 has been rumored for such a long time and they re- i think they announced in 2018 but it was finally nice to see some gameplay and um some unexpected uh, you know announcements for even Age of Empires 2 and Age of Empires 3 they're, they're they're still updating those games now so um I was I was super excited for it and um I mean obviously I'm gonna go a bit into more depth but just from you I know you don't have much experience with Age of Empires but uh what what did you gather from the five minute kind of tidbit you <laughs> watched
1: yeah, I know. Uh, I certainly respect Age of Empires because what it came out in like the late '90s, if I'm not mistaken. So it oh, yeah. it, it introduced a lot of people to not only gaming but the style of uh, gaming. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know it's it's got the history there. I know you mentioned the third one came out uh, a long time ago, and then you know, they've been, I believe, yeah, yeah, and then they've been remastering. I think you said one, two, and three have all been remastered and uploaded. So there's certainly putting a lot of resources into it which i mean i can also respect that i watched uh, like you said the fifth the five minute uh little gameplay clip here and it looks uh really detailed and it looks like it's definitely the top of the the genre in uh, on pc so i'm certainly it certainly it has me a little interested i'm not much of a uh this sort of uh game kind of guy but i mean if i was this would certainly be the game i would jump to first i mean it, the environments just look beautiful
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's one thing I've always kind of enjoyed with Age of Empires. I do know how to make a good environment to kind of take you back to those medieval or gunpowder eras. Um, And this one specifically, they said they want the user and the gamer to learn about history as they play. And they hooked me right there because I'm a huge history guy. So I'm always down to learn about history. And if I can (laughs) game while doing it, I'm in. But... um, not, not only did they remaster one two and three they remade it from pretty much from scratch introduced new engines they even brought new civilizations new game mechanics into it and everything so they kind of breathed out, like some fresh air that brought, brought the fresh air into the into the, the, the franchise um and obviously you know um, it was always popular back in the day and obviously it kind of died off no support and stuff like that and you know it was pretty rough to go back to until the new ones came out so as we've seen like 15,000 concurrent online players in Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition since it got released two years ago like that's pretty solid and it's probably still going to go off if they keep supporting it so I can't complain with that um I'm, I'm gonna just kind of go into detail about what, what, what was announced so they started off with kind of announcing a brand new civilization for Age of Empires 4 we already knew about two we already knew that there's the English and the Mongols which everybody knows those are nature Empires games because those are probably the two biggest like uh civilizations of that t- kind of in that time era they introduce uh they, they actually introduced two uh, in the in the, the, the video which is the Delhi Sultanate which is more like India so they like that gives to kind of the Indian empire of like the early 1000 era um which is re- re- really really fascinating um the Indians are always fun to play in Age of Empires games. They have some giant elephants that just wreck havoc. So I am looking forward to, <laughs> to just destroying buildings and killing some spearmen with my elephants. Um, and they went into kind of a quick uh, preview of a new campaign in Age of Empires Four, which is the kind of the first campaign we've seen, which is the Battle of Norman, not with the Battle of Normandy, but like not the World War Two Battle of Normandy. There was more like the English versus the Scots, as you know. Uh, one King was threatened, and I think it was Duke William, so William Wallace of the Scots is kind of fine for the crown, so that, that's going to be a campaign. It's going to be super interesting because they kind of touched base with it a little bit on Age of Empires 2, but that was more like the tutorial campaign, so they didn't go too depth with it, and I want them to continue, um, so we'll see how that works out. And then they kind of went back and they kind of showed a bit of gameplay for Age of Empires, Age of Empires 4, which, like you said, looks crisp and up to date in the R- RTS genre. Obviously, it's not, you know, last of its graphics, but it's an RTS. So <laughs> they kind of need to make sure that have, that uh, the graphics are good enough and not like super good where it slows down every, everything down. Um, and then they kind of talked a bit about uh, another expansion pass for Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, which I think is called Dawn of the Dukes. Um uh, i didn't really go into detail about what that includes, but the last uh, the last expansion pack they introduced, I think it was three months ago. Um, introduced two new civilizations, the Burgundians and the Sicilians. Um, so uh, we assume there's meaning more civs coming to Age of Empires, we're almost at like 40 civilizations now, which each civilization has their own unique unit, unique building, um, etc. etc. So there's so many different ways to play. And they introduced Then they kind of went back into Age of Empires 3 and kind of mentioned real quick that the the Americans are now going to be a playable civ. You can play with them in the campaign, but they weren't able to use online or anything like that. So you can either purchase them or there's a challenge called the 50-state challenge, which you got to complete and you can get the the civilization for free. Um, And then they kind of said further updates. There can be uh, some African um, civilizations coming. No, they didn't say which ones and they didn't say when. So that's something to look forward to in the pipeline. And then they finished off Kind of Age of Empires 4 by showing some gameplay um like that a five minute gameplay show that you watched they kind of showed um at the end there and they kind of really announced it's coming to fall 2021 no specific day, but I'm gonna say October something because that's when all the three remasters came out uh one came out in October two came out in 2019 and three came out in 2020 October so that's what we're expecting uh and it's coming to like Steam Xbox Game Pass for PC and yeah I am super excited for it I'm actually <laughs> gonna play Age of Empires tonight with my buddies, so
1: now I've got uh, about six minutes of game time on Age of Empires three on my Steam. You mentioned online. What, uh, what does that look like?
0: So it's kind of like you imagine. So like, like, it'd be like, yeah, I think you can have eight, B, like eight people playing online at one time. So you can have like 2v2, two 2v2v2v2 two or 4v4 or one v one v one v one v one v one Each person picks a civilization. Um, so you can pick the same ones, but you can also make it, make it like where you can't pick the same ones. So everybody has a different one. Um, and you kind of you, you you all start out you, you all start off in like a certain age. Like it all depends on the lobby you join. You start off in the imperial age, which is the highest age, you have all the resources available, all the research and stuff like that. Kind of boring, but if you want big battles, that's the way to go. Or you start off in the dark age, which is like very very minimal. You get like three villages to start off with. You got to farm for food and all that stuff, which is what normally goes on. um And then you kind of build up your fortresses and kind of battle to the end. And there's different game modes. There's, Team deathmatch, which is you're in teams and you just got kind of to destroy everything and you win. There's regicide, which means everybody starts off with a king and a castle. Um, once you kill the opponent's king, they're eliminated. Doesn't matter how strong of an army they have. So that one can get pretty intense because once you build up your base, you can, you know, have a huge army and as like you have a huge army attacking, but they send a couple units around, attack your king and your king dies, you're out anyway. So it's kind of strategic, kind of fun that way. They have uh also sorry on team deathmatch um it's battle to the death but at the same time you get infinite resources so it's just giant armies going after each other instead of kind of mining for food and stuff like that you get random map games which is like you saw 500 food 500 gold and you just got to slowly work up and you know build buildings do researches um stuff like that you have a wonder race which means um every civilization has like a specific wonder so you got to build that which takes a long time to build it takes about I don't know, 20, 25 minutes in game to build a wonder. Um, and then you got to defend it for a thousand years, which is another 25, 30 minutes. So once your wonder is built, everybody starts attacking you and you got to defend it. Um, so yeah, there's a bu- bunch of different ways to play it. Um, Age of Empires 3 is way different online than Age of Empires 2. Uh, they took a big turn there. And it's, it, it's interesting because Age of Empires 3 is more of a gunpowder era and you have like scouts, um, like, like explorers where they can you can go out, like get treasure Um, and stuff like that and help your civilization where if of 2, too it's strictly just like medieval so yeah online is a lot of fun me and and my friend mostly just play him and i we pick the civilizations we don't have the achievements for because there's achievements for beating one with every sip so we pick those those civilizations and just play against computers and the games normally like an hour and a half two hours long almost depending on the difficulty we're on and then once we get all those achievements we're jumping in online uh, starting to play competitive so we'll see how that goes
1: I'm surprised you didn't mention the uh, Alienware giveaway they're holding as well.
0: I, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so if you guys want more details, you can go to agevampires.com. Um, they actually have a giveaway where they're um, kind of you can sign up to be an age an age insider, which you get access to the Age of Vampires 4 beta, which I think is a couple of weeks. Um, they also have a giveaway for uh, Alienware computer. It's all Age of Vampires themed. You get Age of Vampires. Headset, Age of Empire, mouse, Age of Empire, computer, Age of Empire, desktop, Age of Empire, keyboard. Um, and it's it's an Alienware, so it's gonna be proper for gaming. Um, so just go to Age You can enter that sweepstake. Um, don't enter it because I want I know I want to win. The more people that enter, I don't have a chance to win. So don't enter it. But thought I'd tell you about that. Um, and yeah, if you also want more information about the game, there's a village on Age Um, kind of, it's kind of like it's called the village. Um. It kind of gives you more details about Asian Empires IV. Um, you can kind of go online and visit everything everything there. and It's kind of like an interactive experience to kind of figure out there. It, it, there's also the, the Chinese that they introduced Asian Empires IV, um, which, again, everybody kind of expected that one to be, because that's like the, one of the top Asian civilizations. So right now, there's this Chinese, Delhi, Sultanate, English, and Mongols. Um, if you go on the website, you can click on each and one of them and get more details about their unique units, unique uh, buildings, unique kind of battle style. Each civilization is kind of different so like i'll give an example like english are more of an archer civilization so they're gonna have resources that kind of reflect like, getting your archers stronger uh you got the you got the delhi sultanate which looks like a heavy cavalry stuff, so you can still build the like, units with spears and stuff like that but their research kind of dives more towards uh heavy units um so like elephants heavy cavalry etc um and then the major age of empires too you have the celts um or the Celts, whatever you want to call them they're like the scots are more of a siege civilization so like they have guys with their siege weapons that are like super powerful and they can get different things like that so it all depends on how you want to play um you also have like monk civilization which is like healers and stuff like that so it, it all depends on your play style and how on what civilization you pick but uh chinese delhi still there's english and mongols are the four and now so far there's definitely gonna be more that they're gonna come out with eventually um but yeah that's probably much about it i want to talk about age of vampires but i'm super i'm just super excited about the game and i'm sure i'll, I'll talk about it more when the game releases
1: yeah, there's certainly a lot of information to process, and uh, I'm excited to see when else we get shown closer to the release date, I think you said, uh, at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, so they, 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 they say fall 2021, so it be like September, October, November, but my guess is October.
1: And I think that was pretty much it for today's episode here. I'm just signing up for this Age of Empires uh, insider thing, so I can win this computer and uh, probably yeah. gift it to you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that'd be fantastic, so um yeah so obviously that, that's pretty much all the news we have for now i'm sure um you know with e3 coming up um e3 can announce stuff like that i'm sure we'll, we'll definitely be having some more news getting ramped up before then so stay tuned for our next episode um you can find us uh at the level nine podcast on twitter you can find me at lango 15 on twitter again i mostly tweet about sports um or like and retweet sports stuff um so if you want video game news follow us on the level nine podcast and jesse where can they find you
1: I'm at Jesse Benoit on Twitter. You mentioned our Twitter Love Online podcast. Plus we're on YouTube, uh, thinking about uploading some more videos, uh, in the coming weeks. And also we're on Twitch as well at Jesse Love Online. And then we're working to get you back on there as well. So you can pretty much find us, uh, wherever you want.
0: Speaking of Twitch, uh, we have a, that, that star Wars fallen order giveaway that we, uh, kind of mentioned, um, on our YouTube channel, if you haven't go if you haven't seen that, go look at it. Um, if you want to talk about kind of get a quick details about that and how that's going to work.
1: Yeah. So uh, right now we are working to get our first fifty followers, and once we do reach fifty followers, we're going to be giving one of those followers a copy of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for the PlayStation Four. So go to Twitch right now, search Jesse Level Nine, and you should see me right there for your chance to win.
0: Yeah, it's, it's exciting times. It's a free copy of. Uh, it's Fallen order which is a fantastic star wars game so go follow go follow jesse on twitch and then once i'm on there i'm sure maybe we'll combine our followers and something like that we'll figure it out um, we also have another giveaway coming up soon for our youtube channel so stay tuned for that and continue following us on those stuff for the giveaways
1: yeah a lot of fun stuff with the level nine podcast coming up not to mention we have a lot of games coming out within the next few months too
0: yeah, uh, and then uh obviously you know like we said we we're talking about play doing it takes two so i'm sure you'll find us on there streaming if, if, someday um and once these stay-at-home orders are over i'm sure we'll be filming somewhere um or we'll be able to maybe even get together in person maybe do an episode like that
1: that would be extremely fun
0: yeah so we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens there um uh, maybe you know maybe i'll come over to your place and we can play some it takes two on your playstation and we can you can just stream straight from your twitch and we can kind of do it that way or so, whatever we'll, we'll figure it out but again thanks for uh tuning into the level nine podcast and stay safe and uh yeah take care until the next episode